0: Welcome back to The Rural Rockstar with your host, Katrina Myers. Happy New Year. It is 2023. And for January, I'm going to be doing a couple of best of episodes for you, as it seems to be the thing that everybody does. And I guess it's because we just kind of want a little bit of a break over January. And also, you know, some of you might have only just started listening to the podcast more recently, and you might not have gone back and listened to some of the favourite ones or some of the earlier ones. So I've picked out a couple of the favourites and the most listened to episodes over the last 50 episodes now that I've done, and I'm going to be sharing them with you over January before we get back into sort of normal podcasting routine. So this one today is the Eight Steps to Happiness And I listened back to it and it's just as relevant now as it was when I recorded it. And as you'll see through the recording and through the podcast, it's not just really about happiness. I think a lot of us kind of think we just want to be happy, but what is happiness, you know? And really it's about living that big, fulfilled life that we really, truly desire. And this podcast is all about showing you those steps to that so I hope you really enjoy it I loved listening back to it and it's yeah as I said it's just as relevant now as it always was and if you listen to it and think oh gosh I would really love some help with my journey to feeling fulfilled and living that best life and doing some of this work with Katrina then please do hit me up I would love to work one-on-one with you and I'm also I've also got some very exciting courses coming up in January well in 2023 for you as well so have a listen and enjoy and I hope you're enjoying your January wherever you are and happy new year
1: hello and welcome back to the Rural Rockstar I'm your host Katrina Myers with another solo show for you today So I thought after last week's episode that it would be cool to do a bit of a follow-up one with a bit more on how to exactly live a fulfilled life and how to feel good and how to make better choices and different choices and what some of those choices to actually live a good life might be. So I called the episode Five Steps to Happiness because I knew that was a bit of an attention grabber, but really to me, there's a lot more to it than just being happy. You know, Often we all have this sort of, we're in the pursuit of happiness, but Actually, it's a little bit, it's not inaccurate, but I think what we're really all aiming for is fulfillment and to live a sort of a joyful life. And the way I like to think of it is more of like a big, full life. So happiness can sometimes give us this this sort of perception that we'll just be, you know, jumping around and happy all the time and everything will be great and it'll be all wonderful. When in actual fact, a big, full life, the good life as such, is really more about being able to sit with discomfort. It's being able to sit through pain, difficult things, grief, hardship, sadness, and, and the full range of emotions and experience them all and still grow and still go on and still cope and, you know, live life. So it's not really that we're just seeking, you know, all over happiness. It's more that we want to be able to experience a big full life. That's certainly what I want to experience and what I have been able to experience. And that's what I really want to teach and show people what's possible. It's not just to be happy all the time and like pretending like we're all positive and everything's wonderful all the time, but more to live these big full lives where we feel sort of expansive and like we can... Grow and learn and that everything's learning and all that sort of stuff that really leads to this you know the good life, as I would sort of call it, I guess some of the things that I have learned that have really helped me and that I that that I now teach my clients and that I teach the people that I work with through my courses, and it's the steps really that we and the parts that are involved in being able to live this life and to make choices every day that allow us to show up for our lives feeling empowered and feeling like we can face whatever comes our way. So the first step is really understanding who we really are. So most of us kind of cruise through and, you know, do all the things in life. And we kind of think that we'll have this once we get, once we finish school, once we get, go to uni, once we get married, once we get the job, once we get the promotion, once we get... All the money, once we get the new big house, once we get the car, then we'll be happy. There's always this kind of like, when we get this, then we'll be happy. And we often put all of our focus on what we do in life rather than who we really are at our core. And so many of us don't know who we really are. So the first step in understanding is understanding who we are at our core. What do we stand for? What are our values? What are our strengths? What are our beliefs about the world. And we can really go quite deep on this. We can do things like the Enneagram. We can do the Enneagram personality test. It's not a personality test, but it's like a um so it's, it's what motivates you more than anything, the Enneagram, um, motivational rather than behavioral. Uh, we can do human design. I mean, there's all the traditional kind of Myers, Briggs, and all those sort of personality profiling, but now there's also I think the Enneagram seems newer to me. It was more I found out about that more recently. And then human design is a really cool way of kind of understanding who you are in the world as well. Really, really powerful tool. So I would highly recommend doing that as well. And just, just really digging deep on, yeah, who am I? What do I stand for? You know, am I confident? Am I, do I stay in my integrity? Do I show up for people? Am I kind? Am I empathetic? You know, what are these qualities of, of who I am that make me who I am and who I am in the world? The second thing is to look at, well, what do I really want from life? And and not just what do I want, but more importantly, how do I want to feel? So what can happen is we, like I said, we just coast through thinking that once we get all these things, we'll be, you know, happy. And we never really stop to think, well, what does success look like to us? Like we have this kind of societal version of success and this idea of what success might be we don't often stop to think, well, what does success look like for me? How will I know when I'm successful and what will that actually feel like for me? What do I want to feel like? Because what can happen is we put all our attention onto, yeah, getting more money, getting the bigger house, getting the bigger car, getting the better job, starting the business, and then we do that and we're still not feeling great on the inside. We realize that we're still not happy in in italics, well, we're still not really fulfilled. And often this is because we've never really stopped to think about, well, how do we actually want to feel and, and who are we? And also what do we really want and what is our version of success for us as an individual? Not what, it, what society tells us is successful, but what is really successful to the individual, to you as a person? And how do you want to feel? Do you want to feel connected, loved, like it's easy, like it's flowy, like you're at peace? Do you want to feel freedom? Do you want to feel like you're having an impact? All of those things. And often what we find is if we stick to the societal norms of what we're told will make us successful, we don't actually have all those feelings because we're working too hard, we get burnt out, we're just chasing the money and so we're not spending quality time with our families. We are trying to do everything to please other people. and We're putting everyone else's needs before our own. We're stuck in the shoulds of what our life should be and what we should be doing. And we don't actually feel connected to ourselves and connected to what we really wanted or know what we really wanted or how we wanted to feel at all. So part two is really tuning into what do I really want and how do I want to feel and what does success look like to me? How will I know when I'm living a big, fulfilled, successful life for me? Step three is really what's holding you back from that. So what comes up when you start to think about what you really want, what success looks like for you, how you can actually be this version of success for yourself and how you really want your life to look? You know maybe it is that you really want to start your own business, maybe you just don't want to work much at all, and you'd rather just take it easy and you know you you actually maybe you would love to stay at home with the kids. Maybe you'd love to go back to work and be a big career woman. Maybe you really want to go and be a politician, maybe you just want more downtime with your family and you do just want to feel more peaceful and you want things to be easier, and you want it all to slow down a bit. Whatever it is for you, what comes up for you when you think about what it is that you really want? What's the little voice? What are the beliefs and the stories and the things that come up in your mind that say that's not possible for you? There's sometimes you have to go really deep on this in the, in the what's holding us back. Sometimes it'll be things that are obvious. Sometimes it's deeper. And there's a lot of work that we do with my clients where we go really deep around this stuff and figuring out you know, what are the things first that are holding us back and then where do they come from and why do we have those feelings and why do we have those beliefs and why do we have those, we have those stories? So this is a lot of the what's programmed into our subconscious and this subconscious programming that we have. And a lot of that's formed from when we're, you know, kids from the age of naught to seven. The things that happen around us, the things that are said to us, the experiences that we have really form in our subconscious and form our beliefs about the world and our beliefs about what's possible for us. So for example, if you grew up in a household where, you know, uh money was hard to come by, or where, you know, your parents were working really hard for money and there was a lot of talk about oh, it's really hard to make money and, or, you know, rich people are just greedy or, you know, any negative talk around money, then that will contribute to your beliefs around money. And you will feel like, oh, money's really hard to come by. If you saw your parents working really hard all the time, but there still wasn't a lot of money, then you can have the belief that it's really hard to make money and money's really hard to come by. Similarly, you might've had an experience at school where a teacher said to you, oh, you're just not very good at maths. And so, you know, from then on, you formed the belief that you weren't good at maths um it can be the simplest most throwaway comment sometimes it really sticks with you and informs your beliefs about what's possible for you so we really need to dig deep on some of this stuff and really understand you know what is it what are the thoughts because it's some of these thoughts are really not true and that's what we want to get get to the bottom of what are the thoughts that you have about why your dream life or the things that you want in life are not possible for you And we really want to do some work around understanding what those things are, and, you know, why you have those thoughts and beliefs and stories and where they come from. That's step three. Step four is to really then think about, well, step four is really shifting those beliefs. And then when we do the work in my programs and with my clients, we go really deep on how we shift those beliefs. And we replace those, you know, kind of, I guess, unempowering or disempowering beliefs with a set of new empowering beliefs that actually start to to lead you in the direction of where you really want to go. So that's a really important part of the work too. Then the next part, step four, step five, Sorry, is how are you showing up in your day and how are you looking after your mind, body, and soul? So you hear me talk about this a lot. I talk about the battery a lot um, and, you know, Meg talks about the battery a lot. Meg's my friend for anyone who's first-time listener, Meg Durham. Uh, she has her own podcast now too, the School of Wellbeing podcast. But we always talk about thinking about, you know, and this all comes back to last week's episode, that the choices that we make really matter. So how are you showing up for your day? Because the first steps, the first four steps are a lot easier if you're showing up in a way that allows you to expand your thinking and to really start to think deep on these things. If you're showing up in your day with your battery charged, then everything is easier, you know. So if you're thinking about, okay, so the parts of the battery are, have you had nutritious food? Have you had enough sleep? Have you moved your body? Have you had meaningful connection? And have you had some downtime? Now, if you're not looking after those really basic things in your life, then everything is a lot harder. And so it's going to be really hard to think about, Well, oh, get out of your head and think, well, what do I really want? It's going to be really hard to think about, well, what's holding me back from this life that I really want? And it's going to be really hard to think about, well, who am I really in this world and what do I really want? Because you're stuck in the, I guess, like the daily grind almost, you know? And you can be very stressed, very tired, not healthy in your body because you're not looking after it. And that's when everything kind of can spiral downwards a lot more easily. So then when we face challenges, it's a lot harder to deal with because we're not in a place that allows us from our mind, body, and spirit to show up for those things in an empowered way. So really thinking about tuning back into how am I looking after my mind? my body and my soul. Meditation is another part of that for me. So making sure that we are looking after our minds, you know, and obviously sleep and healthy food and all those things look after our minds as well. I exercise every single day mainly to to maintain my mental health. You know, it's not, I do want to stay fit and healthy as well, but a lot of it is for mental for me. And so I think sometimes we really underestimate the importance of these, the essential things to keep our minds and our bodies healthy. Then the next thing that I like to work on with people, step six, is really letting go of the need to please, perfect, and perform. Meg talks about these five Ps, and I can never remember what the other two are. But basically, whenever we're in a should phase, whenever we're thinking, oh, I should be doing that, or I just have to have the tidy house, um, or I just need, I'm just going to wait until I know exactly what I'm doing, and then I'll start doing that. Or you get stuck in the fear of the judgment or you get stuck in needing to perform. So if I just, you know, if I just get this exactly right, if I just achieve this next thing, then I'll be happy. We try so much of our self-worth to achievement. And this is a big one that I see happening a lot, particularly in farming communities, but it's everywhere, is that our whole identity gets attached to how successful our business is or how successful our farm is or you know, or the car that we drive. There's a whole lot of, you know, especially in rural areas around what car you drive, you know, and our identity gets attached to these circumstances and these things and our achievement instead of who we really are at our core. And it can lead to a big gap in our happiness and our our sense of self-worth. And this is through no fault of our own. This is what society has conditioned us for, you know, and we Think that, oh, well, if we just have a successful business, if we just get everything perfect, if we just please everybody else, if we just put ourselves last and we do everything for everybody else, then we'll be happy or then we'll be successful or then we'll be worthy is a really big thing. Once I have all the money in the world, then I'll be worthy. You know, we touch our self worth to how much money we're making, and you know, a lot of people are not feeling. And not feeling worthy at their core because they haven't done this inner work to find their self-worth from within, not from their circumstances. So whenever we get stuck in shoulds, it's, a, it's something to really think about and look at, well, why are we doing that? Why do we feel like we need to please everybody else? Why do we feel like we need to say yes to everything? Why do we feel like we can't start the business until we're absolutely perfect? Why do we feel like a failure if our business is not successful? Why do we feel like a failure if we're not, uh, you know, doing so well um, in, our, in our business? If our business starts to fail, why do we feel like we're a failure? So really being able to separate our sense of self-worth and our from our achievements is a really, really important part of doing the work and to living a fulfilled, happy, joyful life, actually. Because- We need to know that we're all worthy just for breathing. We are worthy just for showing up. We're worthy just for being us. So when we can do that for ourselves, when we can separate our sense of self-worth from our achievements, it is very, very freeing and very, very empowering, and it leads us towards feeling much more fulfilled in our lives. So in our lives, really, really important. Now, step seven, I would say, the last thing that I wanted to talk about and share with you Now, these are, to be fair, like there's lots of different things. There's other things that I could have talked about as well. But to me, these are the things that I really wanted to highlight for you today that have, you know, really come up for me and they come up a lot with my clients and it's what I teach my clients to work on and the work that we do and the the really transformational work that we can do is around these things. So the last thing to mention is seeing everything as a learning. When we get to the point where we realize that everything in life can be a learning and that everything is just part of the journey and every challenge that we face is an opportunity for growth, then everything changes in our lives. And when we can start to see ourselves as not the victim of our life and not that life is happening to us, but that life is happening for us, it is very freeing as well. So when you experience things, if you can start to be like, oh gosh, well, what did I learn from that? You know, why did that happen? Jeez, that was hard. And why did that happen? That is re- a really, really empowering place to come from. And it makes everything feel so much more manageable, I guess. And you can be so much more introspective in every situation then and understand, you know, that it's not that you're a victim, that you're not, you know, there's nothing wrong with you. And it's just very freeing to be like, Okay. Yeah, that was really, really hard and what did I learn from that? How can I grow from that? How did I show up in that situation and how could I do it differently? How do I want to show up in every situation? And if I was in that situation again, what would I do and how can I grow through this? Everything is a learning. There's another step I want to add, which is step eight. I'm going to call it step eight. And and that is something I've been thinking a lot about lately in, in all of this work that we do and <laughs> pretty much – 90% of the conversations I have with people, and it's so much of what Meg and I talk about, and you know, all the joy in life really comes on the other side of sitting through difficult things, uncomfortable things, on sitting through challenges, on sitting through the mess, you know. So, whenever life gets hard, or whenever something gets hard, or whenever something gets uncomfortable, and whenever something, if you're wanting to try something new and you just feel really like, oh, this is really hard. That is the bit that nobody escapes and everything that you want is on the other side of that discomfort because we only get growth through discomfort. So this can be this kind of misconception that an aligned, big, full, beautiful life, you know, kind of just, I think our brain tricks us into thinking that we just click our fingers and we're there and one day we'll just be happy. And, you know, all these people who are living these big, full aligned lives, they're just lucky, you know, and They just somehow got there. We don't actually stop to think about, well, what is it? How did those people get to be living big, full aligned lives? How did those people get to a point where they look like they're really genuinely happy? How did that person start that business and grow that business and end up making thousands of dollars every year? Hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars every year? How did that person, you know, get the courage to start that business? How does that person manage her life like that? You know, and we forget that a lot of it is really uncomfortable and a lot of it's really hard. Putting yourself out there when you want to try something new is really uncomfortable. If you're thinking about starting a new business, you know, showing up on social media at the start is really uncomfortable. The first time you have to do a live is like awful. It's terrifying. You know, just putting photos of yourself on social media at the start is terrifying. Learning how to accept and take money, putting your first offer out into the world is so, so hard. And when you want to make any kind of change, like if you want to move from being stuck in the shoulds and and you'll try at the moment, all everything that you do is to please other people and you're running the whole household and doing all the domestic things and everything for everyone else. When you want to change that, if you realize and you start to have an awareness that that's actually not what you want to be doing, when you go to change, it is really, really uncomfortable. It will feel really hard. People around you won't know what's going on and it'll be hard for them. Because every time we want to experience change, there is a period of discomfort and of just hard stuff that we have to be able to sit with. And then the growth comes on the other side of that. And because in our society we're not taught how to sit with discomfort and uncomfortable feelings and we don't like feeling, you know, oh, this is hard, then we often dismiss that or we push it away or we just, you know, go back to what we were always doing. And it's easier often to just stay safe. And, you know, there's this, this is the whole brain function and how we're wired is to stay safe. Our brain is wired to keep us safe. And our brain is wired to keep it easy, to keep it simple. Basically, it, like, programs stuff into the subconscious, sits it there, keeps it really easy for us so we don't. So our conscious brain can focus on the, the immediate task at hand without having to think about it. So it's just the way our brains are wired, you know? I and mean, we can start to realize that actually our soul has this yearning for more And that we, it's okay to desire more, but it's going to be hard because it's, you know, we're just working with our brain's function. Then again, it's this very, more, much more empowering place to come from. And it's where all the growth and all the goodness and all the joy, the fulfilled life, the aligned life is all on the other side of all of this work and all of this growth and discomfort. So that was eight steps for you today on how to. Like I said, you know, how to find happiness and how to live a happy life, but really it's a whole lot more than that. To me, it's not just about being happy. It's about living a fulfilled life that lights you up, that you feel empowered in every situation where you feel like you're in your integrity, where you feel proud of the way that you're showing up, where you feel like you have good, strong relationships where you feel like you're excited to wake up every day, where you feel like there's a peace and a calm inside of you and like you can find joy in the simplest of moments. And you can enjoy motherhood. You can enjoy your business. You can enjoy showing up for your life. You can face challenges that you come across. And this is where you really get to live a big, fully aligned life And that's my advice today on the steps to take to get there. And if you want to work more on this, and you want to go deep, and you want to like figure out what it is that's holding you back from living the life that you really want, then that is exactly the work that I do with my one-on-one clients. And I love doing this work. It's also the work that we do in a lot of my programs because this is this is the joy. And and you know once you can figure out all of this, and once you can start to learn this and have an understanding of all this work, it actually becomes. I guess, the joy of life, you know, and they always say, I love the, I love the quote. I love the term. The quality of the destination is only as good as the quality of the journey that you took to get there. And when we can feel empowered in the journey that we're on with this work, then it just, it gets to be good. So that is my little episode today for you sharing all the goodness of how you can live that big fully aligned life that you're after living the life of your dreams because that is what I want for you to be able to live the life that lights you up and makes you feel good every single day with all the ups and downs that come with that but just with that overall fully beautiful life that you 100% deserve to live so thanks for listening guys and reach out if you'd like some more support from me
0: see ya you for listening to another episode of the rural rockstar if you enjoyed the show then please rate and review and share don't worry if you didn't enjoy it just keep that to yourself and if you would like more from me i offer coaching and you can hit me up for some coaching i've got three spots available for the start of 2023 and i would love to work with you you can also check out my newsletter this rural life via the show notes or also the link in my bio in my instagram or facebook And if there's anyone that you'd love to hear from on the show, then I would love to hear about that because I'm always looking for wonderful people to interview on the show and to share their wisdom with you. So please do let me know. And thank you for listening. See you guys.